Let's tell you 3M. Cheers. 3M. Hello, 3M. everybody. Let's, Let's go. You want to slide with 3M? No, I don't mind. I know what you like. I've been on your mind a reason. And hey. no, I ain't lying. I know that I'm right. When I see your mind, I mean it. Just give it some time. It's easy. It's been on my mind. I've seen it. I need it. Hey. 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 I ain't lying. You know I ain't lying. I had a reader. Give me the signs. I know that you feel it. I'm right on my mind. You know that I'm running. I can't even deny it. Hey. Let's try it. Hey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Empty Opinions Podcast. I am your host, Aladia Polanco. This is episode 191. For this episode, model and artist Catsley joins me to talk about the generational divide in the Philly art scene, a topic that kind of blew my mind, honestly, because I never really thought about it. But as soon as she mentioned it, it opened my eyes. I put two and two together, and two plus two equals ten. Also, we talk about the stigma with with male podcasters. Because I am a male podcaster. Also, this had to relate with like a conversation that we talked about, like, you know, with uh, being controversial and how you kind of have to be controversial on the Internet to get attention. Also, her highly anticipated Venus project, which we talk about for a good amount of time near the last third of the pod, something very interesting. It's almost becoming like her detox. Like, you know, Dr. Dre, he had this album called Detox that you know, took a long ass time to come out. Same shit with like Kanye and shit like that with the life of Pablo that used to be so help me God. And, you know, it went through a lot of iterations, but yeah, the Venus project. Uh, if you want to know more about what that is, just stay tuned. Just keep listening past this. But, uh, yeah, that and much more, I guess I can give you guys a little, you know, a couple of more topics that we talk about. We talk about, you know, the, the plight of a female creative in a male dominated field, how she got started in modeling. Uh, when you lose the passion behind whatever art you're making <laughs> her villain era in school, that was fun. Uh, parent expectations and much more. It was a great conversation here. 90 minutes. It's a great talk. I really liked having Katsuki on the pod. I can't wait to have her back on sooner rather than later sometime in the future. Hopefully, but yeah, that's coming soon. But before we get to that, hey guys, how are you guys doing? Oh, that's good to know. I'm glad you actually responded when I asked you that question. That's very, uh, I wasn't expecting that, honestly. Usually when people, you know, when you're watching content and somebody asks you how you're doing, I don't think people typically respond, but I did give you the time to respond and you did. So I appreciate hearing that and I for sure heard what you said. Oh, how have I been doing? Well, thank you for asking. Um, I want to talk about what I did last night. Uh, my friend guys, Guevara, he had a show here in Philly. So I went to that. It was at Silk City Diner. Uh, it was fun. Um, it's a small venue. Um, lots of white people, um, dancing their hearts out. I like seeing white people dancing because they just don't care. They're free of judgment. And I feel like that's, it's almost aspirational for me. I want to get to a point where I'm dancing and not give a fuck about what people think of my dancing. But, you know, at this point in my life, I'm too uptight. 
it's also a topic that we talked about on this podcast. The idea of like how your parents expect you to be just perfect at everything. Like perfection is the norm. So I think that kind of mindset is instilled in me for anything I do in life. It could be this podcast. It could be just dancing. I don't know. You know, I feel weird dancing knowing, let's say I'm not the best dancer. But dancing is not about being good at it. It's just about having fun. Maybe someday I'll get to that. I want to be free enough to do that. But yeah, that was fun seeing a lot of white people do the craziest fucking dance moves I've ever seen in my life. Um, it was a great show. Guys, you know, he's a very he's a great performer. Um, I've been able to see a couple of his performances and he's able to get the energy going, which is what you need from a performer. Um, and then we went to an after party afterwards. Uh, that was pretty cool. We went to this place, uh, a really cool, probably one of the coolest places for a party I've ever been to. They had every single game you could ever wish to play. You know, they had all sorts of shit you could just do. You could fucking play ten, or not tennis, uh, ping pong, uh, cornhole. They had dominoes. They had a TV where you could play videos and play music and shit. The speaker didn't work, but we were able to make that. We were able to find uh, another speaker to use. It was fun, man. But what I want to talk about is the idea of like drinking. I feel like, I, you know, I don't know if it's a slippery slope or not. Because here's the thing. I've kind of made it my identity that I don't drink. I don't typically drink alcohol. And the reason for that is because the first couple of times that I did, um, I never felt like I got drunk, you know. And so I was just like, oh, what the, what the fuck is the point if I can't get drunk? But I'm starting to realize how people become alcoholics or why people's number one go to activity is drinking, because it's just something to do when you're around people. And it's also like a social lubricant. And I kind of felt that in a way last night, even though I didn't really get drunk. I took like a shot of uh, what was it? Whiskey took a shot of whiskey, uh, whiskey and uh, and a beer and a Modelo. Um the whiskey, you know, don't tell anybody if you're listening to this, but I didn't actually make it a shot. I had to take a couple of sips. I got to get used to that or maybe not because I don't want to be an alcoholic. But if I do it in front of a in front of a lady, I'm sure they're going to be like, why are you just babysitting on a shots? Wasn't that a Kendrick song? It was. But I did <laughs> I had to take like three sips because it was just too fucking strong. Also, you know, I'm not good at swallowing. It, I listen, I just let the pause just rest. I didn't have to say it. I just naturally paused. Um, But yeah, I, I did it. And it, like I said, I didn't necessarily get drunk, but I did feel looser. Like I was feeling loosey goosey a little bit, which is which made me realize, damn, I need to start drinking at this function because people invite me to shit all the time, but I never drink. And you know what's funny? It's so funny because, like I said, it's kind of become part of my identity where, like, when I did drink last night, people were like, oh, you drank? And I was like, I mean, yeah, there was no reason for me not to. There was really no reason for me not to drink. But everybody thought I was just like, uh, uh, what is it? What's CM Punk? Like, straight edge or whatever the fuck? Like, I was just sober? Like, there was no, I don't, it's not like I'm an, I'm an alcoholic. You know, it's not like I was stopping myself because it was going to lead to a self-destructive path. I just wasn't drinking. So much. And so people were so surprised. They were like, oh, wow, he drank. It's like, yeah, I mean, I I could. And so I think I'm going to start drinking more in social settings like that, because why not? There's no reason why I'm not doing it. 
I guess technically there is a reason. I do drive everywhere, so you never want to get hammered. But, you know, if you're listening to this, let me know if you think that's a, like in social medias and shit. Let me know if that's like like a shot in a beer. Is that enough for me to like if I get stopped in a road, would I get like arrested? Would that be detected in the fucking DUI meter shit that they put to your mouth? I surely would have been able to do like, you know, the alphabet backwards, even if I'm sober, I wouldn't be able to do. So that's out of the, that's out of the, the, the discussion, but yeah, man, that was fun. Last night was fun. I did that and uh, I realized that I might start drinking soon. And like, I was joking with everybody there. That's just the next era of my life. You know how women have like this soft girl era, villain era, uh, you know, slight, <laughs> I don't know, but this is going to be my era, the alcoholic era for the next, like, what, f- five years. I'm just going to slowly spiral down an alcoholic uh, rabbit hole. And then the face after that is going to be my sober era, you know, and then my relapse era. You get it. Um, All right. But that's enough talking. Uh, I was going to say, is there anything in the pop culture that I should talk about? And I don't think so. I'm recording this. Sunday, January 22nd at 2.22 p.m. Holy shit. 1.22, Wow. Talk about angel numbers. That's, listen, I'm feeling, I'm feeling blessed. But yeah, I'm recording this at this time. Episode is going to come out. By the time you're listening to this, it's Monday, so comes out a day later. Um, I'm just excited to see The Last of Us tonight. Oh, so the Eagles won. So that's good. Let me just get that out of the way. But yeah, I'm just excited to watch The Last of Us episode two tonight. So, you know, I want to get all this editing done tonight or today. So the episode goes up tomorrow. You listening to this today. Anyways, all right, that's enough. That's enough bullshitting. Let me do some uh, housekeeping. Let's get straight into the episode. So listen, if you want to see more of me in a comedic, you know, context, Check out the Listen to This While You Shit podcast. I'm very funny over there. I'm the, what am I, co-host and producer of that podcast. Recently, the Patreon has been going nuts, so also check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash pottymouth. Way more content. We do fucking five episodes a week. Two free, three on Patreon. Hardest working podcast in the world. Maybe Joe Budden has his beat, and that's only a maybe. So check us out over there, but if you would like to just see more of my own content... Of the empty opinion of, of the empty universe. Check out theemptynetwork.com. You can see everything that I do over there in this brand. There's obviously the empty. What is it? Empty notes. My music channel. Empty frames. My movies and TV ch- channel. You can check out the empty playlist. Which the song I played at the beginning. Is going to be in that playlist. So go check that out. All that shit is over there. The blog that I haven't written in fucking six months. All that shit is there. So go check it out. And I think that's all for housekeeping. So yeah, without further ado, let's just jump straight into this episode with my, let's just get straight into the talk with model and artist Cat Sleep. Do you know about medi- uh, guided meditation? Um, yes. I can, can, you, can you do something? Can I do something? Do you know how to do, you know how to do it? I don't know how to lean up. No. All right, I'm going to start, and then you can, you can take it from me. All right. All right. Now breathe through your nose. Hold it. Hold it. 
exhaled. Let all your worries go, all your thoughts, let them go. Make a bubble in your mind. Put those thoughts in that bubble. Let them float away and let them pop. Listen to them pop. What are you talking about? You said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta come on. You can't, you're breaking. Okay. The, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm breaking meditation. Yeah, you you are. Come on. All right. Okay. Now now you take you you take over. Let's see. Come on. Okay. Do I just say anything? I don't know. Come on. Just. Okay. I'm meditating. Just be. Let's take a deep breath in. That actually worked. Did it? I do feel calmer now. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I feel good. <laughs> um, I was about, I was thinking of starting the, the podcast in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Let me just do it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Can you imagine if I would just do the whole podcast? Can you? Uh, okay. Okay, vamos a hablar español. Vamos a empezar a hablar español. Oh, my quiero, God. Quiero ver qué tan bien tú hablas español. Okay. Okay. Hola, hola. Catsley, ¿verdad? ¿Qué te, ¿Qué te llamas? Sí, mi nombre es Catsley. Okay, oh, Catsley, Catsley. Okay, <laughs> espérate, déjame poner un sonido aquí. <laughs> Hey, tenemos a Casli en el show. Casli, bienvenido al Gracias. show. Opiniones vacías con Eladio Polanco. ¿Cómo, ¿Cómo estás? ¿Cómo estás? Me siento bien. ¿Cómo estás tú? Bien, bien. Gracias por tenerme. All right, okay. That's, that's enough. That's enough. Um, can you imagine we do the full show in Spanish? Yeah, everyone's going to be watching like, what? Are they, we're going to yeah, have to put people, subtitles. Exactly. I, actually, yeah, I think I'm going to do Captions. that. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been told by my Dominican family that I should make a, like, a yeah, show in some. Spanish. You could do some. Which I could do. I'm waiting to, you know, be successful in English and then start like other shows Expanding, in Spanish. You yeah. know, because if I like... I mean, honestly, if, like for one of my, it's not a fear, but one thing that I worry about if I do start a show in Spanish yeah. is that then the show in Spanish will take off. And then the show in English. Would yeah. Like, and well, then I will be forced to like, yeah. talk in Spanish, which is not a problem, but it's like, if I wanted that, I would have stayed in the DR. Yeah. Like, I would have just, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like I would have just started a show in the, in the DR. Yeah. Um, yeah, Cassie, thank you so much for doing the show. You've never have you ever done have you ever done a podcast? I've never done a podcast. Wow. This is my first time. That's awesome. I've I'm always glad. wanted to be on a podcast. Really? Yes. I've always wanted my own podcast. I literally oh. like I'm like I talk so much. Like I rant. I talk about this okay. stuff. Like I literally talk about like random topics i have a spam page it's like clockwork like that's my podcast (laughs) everyone literally who follows me on my spam page literally tells me like yo i like wake up in the morning and like binge watch like binge binge to you like to your like stories and your rants and stuff like that like okay yeah what do you talk about in your on my spam pages yeah Um, like what are what are these famous rants oh my god these famous rants um my famous rants are either like 
okay, for one, I always talk about shade room discussions. So, like, if they ever talk about, like, celebrities or, like, music or things around that, I always have okay. to give a think piece on those because, okay. like, you know, we always have our opinions. All right. What's um, a recent one? I'm going to I'm gonna go through shade. I mean, they always have some one. crazy shit in there. Um, Have I recently ranted about any of those? I can think of... Um, what has been going on in the hip hop community, like or just um, like urban community? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I try to not keep up le- with. Uh, yeah, with, with the shade. You room. try not to. Oh, Na- Naomi Osaka is pregnant. Oh, really? Did you see that? No. Well, that just came out. Yeah, like yeah, two hours ago. Yeah, just came out two hours ago. Yeah. yeah. Congrats are in order to Naomi Osaka and Corday. Yeah. She announced that they're expecting a little bundle of joy this year. Okay, how do you feel about that? Let's get let's get let's get Catsley's thoughts. I Naomi did, Osaka being pregnant. I honestly did not know that. I know her. Yeah. She's with uh, what's his name? The Corday. Rapper Corday. Corday. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a great. He's a great rapper. Yeah, he. Yeah, he's a good rapper. Very underrated. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Corday. He trapped Naomi. That's kind of what it feels he like. Trapped he trapped. He did like he did it backwards. I think he yeah. trapped her now. He trapped her. Yeah. I mean, he he locked up. Everybody's always said he trapped her. or She trapped him. No, no. He, he, he trapped her. He trapped. She's obviously the catch. She's the catch. She. Why I do mean, that. Yeah. You don't think he's a catch? No. What? I mean, he's a good rapper, but he's nowhere near as successful as Naomi is. True. Like, true. you know, how much did his last album sell? I don't even <laughs> want to look it up because I know it wasn't a lie. We're like, he's literally going to like watch this and then like flag this and take this down because <laughs> we're like. <laughs> listen, I'm just saying, Cordae, you should be. Listen, you lucked up, bro. Yeah. You lucked did up. Luck up. I mean, like, it, she's it, a good woman. She's a good woman. She's a good woman. Don't they say she's going to be like the next, like, um, you know, or she's on track to be like the next big. Tennis, tennis player. Yeah, yeah, like, like they're saying that she's amazing That's like a already. Really, like weird combination: rapper and tennis player. I haven't seen that. I have never seen one like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how they met. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Corday. Yeah. He lucked up. It's yeah. like wh- who was it? Uh, 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 uh Brittany Renner. Brittany with, Renner with PJ yeah. Washington. Oh from God, that was <laughs> so random. That was. Yeah, yeah. This is the opposite. Corday was like, yes. Corday Shout out to Britney. She's free. Hey, Russia, let her go. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was thinking, I wasn't thinking about her. I was thinking about yeah. Britney. I said Britney Renner. I met Britney, the, 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 the porn star? The porn star. With, with the basketball player from... Oh, oh, okay. What's okay. her name? Britney... Yeah. Britney Renner. It is Britney Renner. Renner. You're thinking of Britney Griner. Gr- yeah, Griner. Yeah, so I'm thinking, so sorry, Britney Renner. <laughs> thinking about the wrong Britney. <laughs> Think about the wrong... Um, Anyways, okay, so that's why you can explain. Okay, yeah. that makes. Well, having uh, after this, hopefully you start a podcast. Yeah. After you get a taste of what this experience is like, I hope yeah. you do. I encourage everybody it, to start a really podcast. It's really mainly like I really mainly rant about like my my personal life, you know, well, like I mean, love life, business life, right? You know, I mean, I do know that like. You did post something in your story a couple of days ago. We can talk about it. Yes. <laughs> I yes. was not listen. I saw that, <laughs> and I'm like. Yes, we got some, we got some messy to talk about. Yes, what happened? Who, who made you mad? Oh, who no, made don't you say mad? you don't gotta say names. We're like, yeah, what we happened? Yeah, don't say names. Um, honestly, it's really hard being a creative. It really is hard sure. because it comes with a lot of drama, and it comes with like being a female creative. It comes with a lot of like, I think like negative stigma. You mm. know. Okay. Um, 
I think, you know, okay, so for one, like I had posted, for those who don't have any context, I had like posted like a little rant, like I'm going to air all of you guys out real soon. Count your fucking days. I was in my bag, but you know, it's because like, I literally like my creative work, like I take it to the grain. It's literally what keeps me sane. Like I do, you know, like photography, I do modeling, I do like creative directing, like kind of as an escape, like it's yeah. kind of like my hobby, Yeah. Um, which like, I know like there's some people who do it for like financial purposes to make money and if that ever comes down the road and like i get opportunities off of that that would be great also but it's really just something i do to keep myself grounded so like when people try to get in the way of that and people try to like take away from my work or like my work stems away from just the work and it becomes like mm. personal it becomes a point where like i personally get offended because i feel like my artistry is not like respected yeah kind of so that's kind of like where that where that was is like I just felt like as a creative, like I go super hard and I put my blood, sweat and tears into this. And I feel like, you know, I kind of get like a like the backhand, you know, like I kind of mm. get like a sh the short end of the stick almost, um, which is somewhat my fault also. Why? Why? What do you mean? Because like I feel like also to a certain extent and, and as a lot of other creatives do, like I feel like I like extending olive branches and I like sure. helping people. Um, because like for one, helping people like is always in my nature. It makes me feel good. Like, you know, to make other people feel good, to give people opportunities, to be a part of their journeys. Um, but I think on top of that, like, you know, where was I going? I just lost my point. Well, I'm, I'm going to do that a lot. I'm going to lose my point a lot. Listen, it's fine. We uh, listen on this podcast. Like I told you, I don't really plan it. So we just go into random tangents. Yeah. I wasn't expecting to talk about Corday. Yeah, we were talking about Corday. That was not part of the plan, but it just happened. Yeah. I, I, we were just talking about like, like, you know, you taking your art seriously yeah. and people kind of like not. Like, I'll, 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 like, lose what I was going to, like, the next sentence, yeah. the train thought. Yeah. And it's like, I'll be like, wait, what was I just saying? I guess you were just talking about, general, like, generally people taking your art for granted. Yeah. And, you th and you mentioned being, like, a female creative. Yeah. I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, it does. Because, like, you know, I feel like people use female creatives, especially the men. Because, like, this is a male-dominated, it's a male-dominated industry. Like, yes. I hate to admit it, but it is. You know, like, most of the photographers are men, especially in the Philly area. And yeah. I feel like, you know, when you're a female, sometimes you have to reduce yourself to working with people because of that construct. Like, it being a male-dominated industry. Yeah. Some men, you know, do not use their business, like, strictly to work. Some people use their work to kind of, like, again, pleasure purposes, personal yeah, purposes. Well, yes. Um, And I feel like a lot of times, like, it kind of takes away, like, it kind of, like, burns out, like, that fire I have, like, that drive. Mm, because, like, wow. when you're, like, walking into, like, an atmosphere and environment ready to work and like someone else has different intentions yeah. than that it's kind of like that sucks yeah it kind of like yeah. burns you out a little bit it melts you i mean it's, it's kind of like an abuse of, of, of power i mean yeah. if, you know because with all this with, with everything happening with me too i feel like people should be kind of aware of the fact of like the dynamic especially like you said with mm -hmm. like the man being the photographers or whatever like that's just kind of fucked up to put somebody in that position where, like, yeah. if they're the ones, like, maybe they have, like you said, more power because they're the photographers or they have influence or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they just try to use it for something else. Then you kind of feel like you said, like, well, if I do this, it might, like, yeah. mean we could never work again. Yeah. And I won the business. It's it's, it's messed up, man. It's, um, 
Yeah. And I think that's why I go so hard, like, you know, because I haven't really, I've been primarily working on creative direction because, like, for a long time I was modeling. Mm. And, you know, after modeling. I got got questions about the modeling. Yeah, and after a long time of modeling, like, I kind of was just like, okay, this is it. Like, I Mm. I can do this. Like, I know I can do this. So, like, what's the next thing? And, you know, I think a lot of times with my modeling, the reason why I had, like, creative blocks, and we can get in on the creative blocks. because that's like Let me start writing these down. The reason reason why I had, like, so many creative blocks as a model is because I felt like I had a lot of ideas that I wanted to execute, but I couldn't see myself doing them. Mm. And I feel like for that reason, that's why I wanted to expand because I felt like the ideas I have can be, you know – how you say like perpetrated or like you know just like you know you done mean? it could just be done my ideas could be done like they're the you can reach it's like reachable goals yeah yeah it could okay. be done as long as i use like other resources or more resources yeah you know because i was so used to the dynamic of just like like being a one woman army like you know coming up with the idea showing up to these shoots and doing it you know myself to where it became so overwhelming that like is this I for the creative breaks. directing or for the this modeling? This was for the modeling. Cause like, you were doing that too as yeah, a model? because as a model, I would come to these photographers. A lot of times, and you know, w- women usually always ask me this, like, how do you get into modeling? What is your like best advice on it? And I always tell people, like, in this creative scene, the most I can say about the Philly creative scene is, like, it's consumed up of a lot of, like, young artists. Yes. So, yeah. like, everybody is very willing to help each other out and, you know, like scratch each other's backs and give each other opportunity, I feel like. So for me, I always say like, just reach out, you know, but when you reach out, make sure that you can brand yourself, that you have ideas, you know, on hand. Mm. Because like the same way you expect work out of others, people expect work out of you as a, a yeah. model, you know? So, But is that expected as a model? I thought that was kind of the, the job of the photographer. Times have changed. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Times have changed. I mean, in some cases, like, okay, some models like may have, like, you know, just one task at hand to show up and do whatever the photographer right. wants them to do. Okay. But I feel like a lot of times when it comes to actually wanting, like, as a model, wanting to create work and wanting people to work with you, Sometimes you have to bring something to the table. Yeah. You can't just bring your looks. Sure. That's so true. So for okay, that, that reason, sense. like, you know, a lot of times I would come up with a lot of ideas. And not to mention, you know, like a lot of photographers are getting lazy. So like they don't come up with much. <laughs> so like you yeah, have just to get a camera and you, one lens. You know, and, you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and shoot. And, you know, like sometimes I'm like, you know, I have to like go out my way to make sure that like I'm presenting myself the way Got I want to be presented. OK. So like that was the reason why I started easing into creative directing because I'm like, what if all the ideas that I cannot, I think I can't do, what if it's just because I can't see myself doing them, you know? Whoa, so that's okay. that's why I kind of started easing into doing creative directing. So I haven't really like touched the photography portion yet, although like I have like equipment and like sure. cameras. I practice, but I feel like that's why I'm so very adamant about, you know, expanding myself all in all, like to know all like the forms, modeling, creative directing, photography, because we need more female creatives. Yeah, that's true. We don't have many of those. You know, I was actually, um, I did a shoot with Bougie last I was just about to bring up Bougie. I think she's actually probably one of the most important, like, creative figures in in Philly. Philly. Yeah, because she's one of the very few female, you know, photographers. And I literally told her that. I'm like, you know, you're one of the, like, one female photographers that I know from here. And it was honestly an honor to work with her because, like, I felt it was like a sense of comfortability, I feel like. I feel like it's like an embrace. Um, Because, like, you know, my partner, Dre, his name is Drastic. I work with him a lot. Okay. Um, And he, you know, we typically do shoots together. And a lot of times people contact him because he's the photographer. But it became a point where, like, 
people would like always ask him like, hey, can you make sure cat comes? You know, like, can you make sure right, for the comfortability? Yeah, for yeah, the comfortability, yeah. and not not because Dre is uncomfortable. Dre, you're not. Well, for more, <laughs> you feel more comfortable with women. Yeah, women feel more comfortable with women. You I know, mean, that's just a fact. And I feel like there's more like a support there because I yes. feel like sometimes with men, men don't know how to really like bring the energy you know like to that atmosphere you know like to hype a woman up or even like you know men and things of that nature like, yeah so it became a point where like i was constantly being asked like hey can you come to the shoot to where like me and dre like just put our heads together like at this point like you're the photographer i'm the creative director we can do this thing together there we go so that's basically where you know the end of december we took time to reassess and like figure out like what is it that we want to do moving forward in the next year and like how is it do that we want to get our work out there so between us planning for art shows and things of that nature so we can showcase our work that was where like this month we started like rolling out like concepts and stuff to work with a lot of yeah. models so i've been like most actively doing my creative directing actually very in this moment you know that's so, cool man yeah, so exactly. you're finally like seeing that you can't do those things that you felt yeah. like were too, too kind of big for mm -hmm. that that's cool man yeah. that's cool mm -hmm. all right i want to backtrack a little bit i want to get to know you a little bit more okay cool. were you born in philly yes i was born in philly that's crazy man yeah i would have thought i'd seen you earlier because i feel like everybody just knows everybody in philly especially right. in the underground scene i'm very like isolated you know okay i just started going out like last year uh, uh, really okay, okay. you know Got it. that um, makes sense because like for I, i've been like pursuing like i guess aspiring model like i've been doing that for a couple of years like i started doing all of this honestly from my bedroom off of an iphone mm. um which like most of my work is like archived my old work that i used it <laughs> personally i can re-put it back up but yeah. you know yeah, we, yeah. we've grown we've yeah. grown from that <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um right but it was it wasn't until 2021 actually after covid that i started um actually working with other people and getting out you okay. know around but last year was when i actually started showing my face like at events and yes, like yeah. starting to branch out and stuff like that which i realized i need to do more of that like i'm like a hermit almost yeah but that's because i grew up with strict parents so like they low-key i have I dominican strict that. parents yes, so yes. you know so i definitely um always was like accustomed to just being in my own space so got it that yeah. makes sense yeah. at, at what at what age did you decide that you wanted to get involved into modeling or creative oh directing and stuff like that um I the think, business i guess you could call it yeah i think when i was 11 um when i was in the fifth grade is, yeah. is when i started oh, okay. it um I literally like have fifth old, grade fifth grade okay yeah I wow. literally have like old pictures on my like old Facebook <laughs> from like elementary and middle school Facebook was in yeah. Instagram wasn't <laughs> no, a thing I, I, I Instagram it. wasn't a thing I was um, of like me like I would literally like just get dressed in my like play dress up almost I like, get dressed in my room um, I never had backdrops obviously so I'd use curtains but <laughs> or just a solid wall and like I would take yeah. pictures of myself and gradually like through middle school to high school that's what I was doing. Um, okay. And I got better at it in high school because it became a point where like photographers would contact me and think that like the, sh the pictures that I took myself personally off of phone were like actual professional photos. Um, but I think that's just because like when you get so used to doing something, you get better at it. Yes. Oh, so, well, yeah, of course. Of course. So, yeah. So like I think that's what it was. But I always knew that this was something that I wanted to do because it's just like it's it's kind of like my form of like freedom of expression. Yes. Almost. So it's just like. How I am through my work is like, if it's not like, it can be the most implicit idea, you know, it can be the most implicit thing, but it's just like the way I express how I feel as far as like, do I feel good about my looks? Am I feeling myself? Or like, you know, what emotions do I want to express through what concept? Like, yeah. it's kind of just like 
an outlet for me, you know, like, again, like how I said earlier, like a way to keep me sane, yeah. you know? So I kind of always known it was something that I wanted to do. It wasn't until like last year, 2021, before, uh, well, two years ago now, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, where I was like, you know, this is something that I can pursue seriously. Um, but I, I don't Got count it. too much on it, you know? Like, it's still something that I primarily use as a hobby. I feel like when people start to like monetize, like, the things that they yeah. like doing, they lose the passion and drive to do see it. see that all the time. Yeah, do you? Yeah, yeah, I've met a lot of people. I mean, yeah, yeah. trust me. Yeah, yeah, yes. I mean, it happened to me with because this podcast. I, I feel like there's like the creatives that like, you know, strictly do it for fun. And then there's the creatives who well, do it for money. And right, like, exactly. Yeah, and there's the ones that, like the ones who do it for fun are typically the ones who are care about the fun art. and care about the art. Yeah. Um, whereas the people who do it for money, like, you know, they lose the motivation to do it because it's no longer like, I guess like fun. You yeah, know? yeah. It's, you it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's no longer fun. It's not something that you're doing anymore because you know you have the free will to do it in a free spare time. It's because like you're looking to pay your right. bills, and it becomes stressful. Yeah. Um, and I think that's like why a lot of times, and especially like in a lot of creatives, because I've seen a lot of creatives like come out and say things about of this nature, like you know, like ever since I started taking it seriously, like I've lost the passion and drive. I think that also comes with like trends and like focusing on mm -hmm. other people and what they do because I feel like there was a lot of times where like I lost like a sense of my work because I was just so like I clouded up my judgment so much of like what are people going to think of my work and yeah. like is it is it is it as cool and is it is it as up to date as everything else that everyone else is oh, putting out? Because right. like everything is I feel like everything is repeated. I always say this. I, I've had this debate several times, but I feel like nothing's original. No, everything no. is regurgitated. Like everything, yeah. you know, like it, it's just about who does it best, who puts it out best. And I feel like I need to get out that mentality, like of who does it best and just do it. Because once you start focusing and worrying about other people's work and like, oh, like, well, everybody's all caught up on trends and things of that nature. Then it's just like you're not focusing on your like your artistry, your brand. And that's where it's just like you lose the interest. Yeah. So. That, I mean, yeah, that happens whenever, like, the bigger you get at something you're doing. Because when you first yeah. start, let's say when you were taking pictures, you know, as a model with your, with your own camera and mm -hmm. stuff, which, by the way, shows that the seeds for, like, creative directing were already there. Because yeah. you were already pretty much doing that. Yeah. You were setting it up. You were all doing it yourself mm -hmm. outside of the modeling. Mm -hmm. But when you first start, and it's just the iPhone, and you're just doing it yourself, mm -hmm. it's very true to self. Yeah. But the bigger it gets, and they're more like cameras and lights and big studios and yeah. other people, like, then it becomes harder to stay in touch with, you know, what it is that you want to get, your right. self-expression. Yeah. Like you said, that you do this to express yourself. So yeah. the more stuff that gets added on top of it, the more you kind of separate yourself from what you did in the first place. Yeah. So that's why it's always important for any creative to like every once in a while, like just stop and just look around and be like, okay, why am I doing this for? Why right. did I start doing this in the first place mm -hmm. and try to get back to that? So mm -hmm. no, I, I, I totally understand. I just kind of came out of that mm -hmm. with this podcast. Cause really? you know, yeah, yeah. Cause I, this is, this will be episode one ninety one. So I've been doing it for three years now, the podcast. Wow. And it got to a point where like I, the ambitions for it kept getting so big yeah. that it just became not fun. Right. Like the conversation like this would be fun. But then afterwards, it would be so much like post-production that I would do yeah. that I, I would just put it off. I'm like, I don't want to touch it. I don't want to look at it. Yeah. It became a nightmare. And then recently I'm like, OK, I'm going to strip, strip it all the way back and bring it back to what I was doing in the first place is having conversations with interesting people. So yeah. 
I totally understand what you're saying about that. Interesting person. Yeah, yeah, right there. Q, Gasly. Yeah. Um, interesting. So when you first, what first of all, what high school did you go to? Lincoln High School, Abraham Lincoln Mm. High School. I can't remember. Uh, That's a good one or a bad one. It's literally down the street from here. Oh, is oh that's the one up there. Horrible. Ah, yeah. Horrible. It was terrible. I should I should write a monologue on my yeah, high school experience. Right, right. I was that middle school was my villain era, like my villain origin story. Really? <laughs> middle school? Middle school. I feel like everyone well, yeah. went through like a phase in middle school, yeah. no? Well, uh, for me it was different because like I t- like I told you in a car I, I moved oh, yeah, to Philadelphia. Moved so it's like it How was, was that? School school, how was the difference in school uh, there here? It, oh, I mean it, Obviously, the main thing is just the, the language. The language, like okay. I was still still like learning English, as you can tell by my thick ass accent, accent which Casley yes. told me I had. He told me I have an accent. Do not have an accent. He has an accent no. and does not hear it. No. But I'm pretty sure you guys know this by now. No, no. <laughs> if you've heard all 191 episodes, <laughs> you've definitely heard my thick ass accent. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say that though while you were talking, I'm like, your accent is not that. Bad. It's yeah. That's it, what I say. Yeah, it's I think not, it's, it's you know yeah. it's certain words that are just like okay, definitely Dominican. You but like hear, yeah. other than but overall, yeah, it's not it's not bad. Yeah. And then it made me think, damn, I do have a thick accent. Yeah, self acceptance on this pod. Yeah, um, we've come to accept <laughs> this podcast. Episode one ninety one is yep. when he realized <laughs> he's come to acceptance. Guys, I have a thick accent and I'm not afraid to say it. I'm gonna screen record this when you post this. <laughs> Just for future reference. <laughs> yeah, first instance of a Dominican accepting a Dominican yeah. man accepting, accepting that he was wrong. Yeah, this might be history. I know. I don't think that happens. I don't think you ever see Dominican think this ever man. Has happened. Yeah, take accountability. You might be breaking like generational curses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am single-handedly moving the Dominican men. You know, yeah. all Dominican men forward. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, middle school I came and mainly like the in the the language difference. But it was also about like finding myself and like mm-hmm. I learned to get along with people. I kind of discovered that a good thing for me to get along with people is like by being funny. Yeah, that's when I first discovered. Oh, I can be funny and like yeah, same. <laughs> be be a, be around people and they accept me. So that's what I learned. So it wasn't necessarily a villain era. I don't think I've had a villain era yet. I'm trying to not have a villain era. I had a villain era. I'm <laughs> sorry. I've had about yeah. Like what 10. happened? What happened? I, Middle school was hard. Those kids yeah. are those kids are those kids are ruthless. They're what were like, they saying? Oh God. Okay, so underneath all of this, underneath this mask that I'm wearing that we call makeup, I have bags because, like, you know, my mom okay. and my grandma have bags. They used okay. to call me a raccoon and a crackhead. Oh, oh, what the <laughs> fuck? Kids were so mean. Jesus, crackhead <laughs> is crazy. But you know what? Like that was also like the peak of my life because I feel like that's where I got my sense of humor from. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Sense of humor is important. Yeah, okay, and then you went full villain and did what? Yeah. What did you do as a villain? I don't. I don't know. I just. <laughs> I, I want to know what what terroristic I, attacks you did. I, yeah, no terroristic attacks, okay. not yet. But <laughs> I feel like maybe it just it just triggered something in me. I don't mm. know. It sparked something in me. You're like, I'm going to show you. Like, I'm going to take gonna pictures of myself you. with yeah. my iPhone and be a great model. And that's exactly what I did. Yeah. Uh, and then how was high school? You said high school, you know, that was a bad high school. What was that experience like? Were you still? Oh, how no, was just, that? Yeah. Compared to middle school, how was that? Oh, high school. I mean, high school is always going to be worse. I mean, because, you yeah. know, we, we start going through our, our emotions. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, as teenagers and stuff like that. But I feel like I had a lot of identity crises. Okay. As, as a... um. 
high school teenager high schooler yeah, yeah. i mean okay. i'm only 21 i just turned 21 okay, so okay congrats congrats yeah thank yeah. you thank you yeah. <laughs> yeah i forgot to say we have a studio audience here. yeah we have a studio audience um okay interesting uh so when you first started like because this is a story i always like to know because people always go through this arc especially mm-hmm. in the philly underground scene yeah. They're like, I need to start going out more and like meeting all these people. Yes. It's always like at a certain point, disillusionment happens. Right. You're like, oh, this is what this is like. Because at first you're like happy and meeting everybody. Yeah. You're optimistic. And then obviously there's that one rapper. Yeah. I, it's always a rapper it's that is like, oh, what the fuck is this? What is really? Yeah. Uh, what? what <laughs> well, first of all, let me not assume. Did that happen? Did you come to a point where it's like, okay, so this is what it's really like? Or are you still like... As far as like the creative scene? Yeah. Or? So are you still like positive about it? You'll um, be one of the few if you are. Um, There's not a lot of positive. <laughs> like every time I talk to people about the Philly art thing, they're like, fucking sucks. Yeah. I hate it. I mean, All these fucking what people. What I can say is, I mean, I personally... Again, I just started going out last year. Right, right. Um, And that was because like literally the same thing. I had to tell myself like I have to start going out and showing my face more. Like because people... A lot of people follow me on fucking Instagram, you know? Mm, but it's just yeah. like no one ever sees my face. So it's just like, you know, it's one thing to connect with people through social media. It's another thing to connect with people in real in life, real life you yes. know, and them like physically embrace you. So like, that was like, kind of like, I had like an epiphany, like, you know, like I cannot, I have to find a better formula. Like I cannot mm. keep going about things this route. Like I cannot, yeah. I can't keep gatekeeping myself right, basically. Right. So when I started going out, um, and meeting new people um for one again like since so many people follow me there will be so many people like i know who you are like uh, you know right. and it's such a like a like a great feeling almost like you get kind of like a butterfly feeling yeah. because like you don't really like i mean at least me personally i'll speak for myself like i don't ever really think like people know who i am sure well <laughs> like, yeah, yeah know who sure. i am it's, it's it's actually crazy um like i've had even like i've done shoots outdoors and stuff where like random people in the middle of the street will come up to me like i follow you on instagram and wow, i'm like whoa that's like that's yeah that's actually crazy that's and it's like cool. it feels it feels good because it feels like what i'm doing is paying off um i feel like the reason why people probably say the creative industry is like mm. shit is because yeah. like once you start forming personal relationships it starts to spill into your business, which is, again, why I ranted the other day. <laughs> um, it starts to spill into your business. Um, I will say, like, I am still optimistic about... Okay, that's good. I'm still optimistic because I feel like personally, like, I only... I try to only think about myself and what my motive and, like, what my agenda is behind everything. Yeah. Because ultimately, like, you always have the option to just not affiliate yourself with sure. people. That's true. But also, like, in the sense that, like, you know, you do also have to work with people in order to get yourself out there. It's like when you get to know people's characters outside of their work, yeah, you kind of lose a little bit of hope. Mm. Because, like, if you don't have any, like, chemistry, like, creative chemistry or just personal chemistry with a person the work is not going to the 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 product of the work is not going to be great yes you know right so i feel like when you meet a lot of people and their energies and their auras don't match their work it's it it is a Uh, little yeah it is a little um it's kind of scary you know yeah and it's different for me though as a female though because again like it's different you probably like interviewed like a few males who said the same thing but as a female it's so much different again because this being a male like dominated industry and like you get around you know it's it's like 
what hope do you have? What yeah, hope yeah. can you have? Right. Hopeless here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's interesting. The reason I'm asking this because I just came off of doing an episode with Zach. Yes. Which came out last week at the time of you He's hearing awesome. this. Um and you know, we were we kinda addressed that because Zach, like also, <laughs> funnily enough. Had something on his story like I'm gonna fight every single one of you, and I'm like, yeah. We've had these conversations. That's crazy because like me and Zach have had these conversations. Yeah, I, I think what like me and him tried to emphasize on is because like we're younger creatives. Sure, like you know we're younger creatives. Zach is only 19. Like yeah, that's fucking crazy. It's crazy how much shit he's done. Yeah, he's done so point. much for his age. Like I literally told him like. It's so fucking amazing what you've done at 19. It, it kind of inspires me when I meet younger creatives younger than me, even yeah. if it's about a year or two years, because like it kind of like sets in stone for me. Like I can still do this. Like if, yeah. if these people are doing it, I can definitely still do it. I just have to put my mind to it. But we even had this conversation because I feel like older generations of creatives kind of like milk down on us. Mm. I don't want to say it's a jealousy thing, but they are jealous. I'll be honest. I don't even know who the older ones are. Older honestly, ones are. You, we don't gotta mention names. I just have no idea who yeah, these older you know, but, like art creators like, are. You know, like they kind of like try to like dim our light a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sure. Because yeah. again, it, you know, the creative scene is different. It's not like times before. Like you yeah. know, trends set in. You know, anybody's able to pick up a camera and shoot, and that bothers True. a lot of people who you know spent time and, and per, you know perfected their craft. To each Actually, yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt, you know, but like good. I'm thinking about. I guess I think technically, mm -hmm. technically, just technically, I might be in the older crowd mm -hmm. just because I know what you're saying now. Mm -hmm. Now I understand what you're saying. Well, there was a crop of like 18, 19, 20 year olds mm -hmm. that kind of came in as a group or popped up out of nowhere. I think I think specifically after the pandemic, mm -hmm. they like started doing shit yeah. probably because of the pandemic. Everybody, yeah. everybody wanted to go out and like do shit. But I know what you're saying because it's like Zach would be in there. Like I'm trying to think of like mm. I think Boosh. I think she's been doing it for a while. But I think yeah. she's part. There, there is like a new. I did notice. Yeah, there was a crowd. There was a wave. It was like it a wave was. of people that came. It yeah. was. It was. Now that I think about it, and I'm like, oh wow, cool. Mm. And I guess, you know, I guess I'm different in that I was just like, oh cool. Let me talk to them. Right. <laughs> Let me try right. to get them on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, and, and see what this new whole I guess wave is about. Yeah. I mean, I'm. 23 i'm not that old yeah but I'm not how like, old are you you're 23 yeah no i'm, not, I'm 23 i'm not <laughs> like, like fucking 30 yeah um but i see what you're saying and like older creatives do come in mind you know what it is i just to me like people like 25 to like 29 is a weird age for me it is because like who the like I don't, those ages aren't real it, honestly they're I, not i don't I, I agree i feel like it's just like after 25 like you're 30 <laughs> like you're not like those ages yeah. aren't real that's a weird yeah like that's a weird like, have age have you ever met someone who's 26 <laughs> I, I have but it's always like oh okay and you're right it feels like they're 30 because like, i don't want to say that because then once i'm 26 i'm like please don't say i'm 30 i guess no. but but i'm just saying like i have yeah. noticed people that are like 25 to 30 yeah they're they they're all kind of this they all kind of blend the same because yeah. they're all kind of the same in terms of it's no coincidence they're like at 25 your frontal cortex yeah stops developing <laughs> like you're set like at 25 it's like shit just clicks into place. You're yeah. this person now. Yeah. You change only a little bit. But when you're young, like 18 to 25, you change every six months. Right. You know what I mean? Like you 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 become a completely different person. Yeah. So, yeah, man, that, I, I've always thought about that. And as I approach those ages, like you mm. said, I'm like, I just already know as soon as I turn 25, I'm like, 
I'm might as well go <laughs> say I'm, I'm I'm 30 at this. I'm 35. No. I don't. I mean, whatever. I don't care. I but um, because I understand it. But yeah, I think it's an intimidation thing. Like you know, it is intimidating. Okay. It is. It is. I can say that. Wait, what do you mean? For you know, like people who've done it, like you know, people who've. How do I say this? Um, yeah. I guess spared a lot of their time you know, perfecting their crafts and doing this for a very long time to see other, like, you know, younger creatives yeah. come in and be able to pick up on it so fast. Mm. You know, I think that's where, you know, a lot of the turmoil comes from, I from see. a lot of like the older, like, and they're not that much older, but like, you know, older generational yeah. um, creatives, because it's like, again, like trends are now like taking over the yeah. creative industry. So it's like, when what you, do you mean by trends? Trends, like a lot of things are repetitive. Okay. A lot of things are repetitive. Like fashion is very repetitive. Sure. Um, you know, I feel like apps like TikTok and stuff like that. You right, know, right, right. You know, like they kind of like set a lot, you know, of new standards that people follow by. They yeah. abide by, and which is okay. Um, but I feel like because of that, that bothers a lot of older creatives. I I've see. actually had conversations with older creatives where they say like. You know, they feel like all of you younger creatives feel like, you know, you guys can just be studio shooters and like just pick up a camera and just do this. But what people don't understand is like in this day and age, you can. You kind of can. It's easier. Anybody can pick up like anybody can start a podcast. Yes. Anybody can pick up a camera and start photography. Anybody can stand in front of a camera model. Like it's just like times are not like before, like, you know, yeah, like yeah. where everyone had to be a size two to model or something <laughs> like that. Like seriously. Right. Things so, have changed. Things have changed. And I feel like some people still haven't adjusted to it. Yeah. So it, 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 it affects them because they consume their time more concerned about, you know, the people who are catching up to them yeah. than perfecting their own work. And that's why I always tell people like, who cares what anyone else is doing? Who cares if people are caught up on trends and everyone's doing the same thing? If if everyone's doing the same thing, do something different. Yeah. You know, do something Or just different. do it better. Or do it better. There you go. Or do it better, you yeah. know? I, I, I was just thinking about that because you're, you're kind of blowing my mind a little bit because yeah. I'm, I am now putting pieces together and like, we don't have that sound effect, but do we? I, I don't know. I have a like bomb. twenty. I don't. I don't have time to start looking through. Yeah, that. it's good. Uh, <laughs> uh, do we? Okay, I think. Let's see. He's let's see if this. Oh my god! It's so fucking loud. Yeah, uh, it's, I guess that works a little bit. <laughs> that uh, works. It was awful. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, you're blowing my mind because like now I realize that there is a generational divide. Yeah. And the re you want to know? I just put it together. The reason I haven't felt it yet is because. Mm -hmm. There is no like eighteen year old doing a podcast interviewing creatives in Philly yeah. yet. As soon as that happens, I'm like, you fucking young generation, get the fuck off my. It happens. <laughs> I want to start hating. Yeah. It's like whoever, if you fucking dare to start yeah. a podcast, because I'm kind of like, if, I guess the only one doing like podcasts, yeah, specifically, like just doing the niche of like Philly underground scene, yeah, and the creatives in that. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I'm sure I'll feel it, but I guess that's why I didn't notice the divide because. You, there's a lot of younger people doing what the older people have been doing. So I can take accountability in that. I'm like woman enough to say like, I feel like I see myself doing that a lot lately too. What do you mean doing what? Like, you know, because like now that I've like, I see, like it's one thing to be outside. That's the one thing I could say is like, it's it's, an, it's one thing to be outside the industry. It's another thing to be in it, you know? Mm. And when I was outside the in industry, I had like, way less knowledge than i do now okay so i feel like because i put like twice as much to work in now because i'm like finally in that circle mm -hmm. it's kind of like when i see other people like pursuing like creative direction and stuff like sure. that and they're like doing it so like quick or like i feel like they're half-assing it or something like that i always take offense to it 
which I shouldn't mm. because like that's them, you know. But I feel like you know I, I can could understand. Get that, yeah, yeah, I can understand older generations to like a certain T. But I feel like also I don't let that though like spoil into my work, no, which a lot no. of older generations do. So. Yeah, yeah. I had listen. I had no idea that the generations were beefing. Come on, we gotta yeah. keep Philly together, guys. Come on, we gotta stick together. <laughs> to this stick is together. why the fuck there's no fucking this is industry the city in Philly. Of brotherly love. Come on. Yeah, I don't know who came up with that. Yeah, I don't know who came up. At with what that. point <laughs> did that become the like that stopped being relevant? Like that 50 right there's years a ago. myth. But, it is a myth. You know, it's okay. So the modeling thing. Mm-hmm. You said earlier that you feel like you've kind of done it. What did you mean by that? I want to get into just like your <gasps> your journey, the arc. That you've um, had doing modeling? I feel like for a very long time, you know, when I started doing it off, like, in my bedroom and I was yeah. doing it alone, it was more so, like, I always wanted to know if I was capable of doing it with other people. Yeah. You know, what I can I get in front of a camera and somebody else direct me and tell me what to do or, like, things of that nature? Because, like, it's one thing to take pictures of yourself. You're obviously always going to be comfortable taking pictures in your own space and by yourself. Yeah. It's another thing to do it in front of people. And I feel like... um after like a few experiences and like just doing multiple shoots and also like now incorporating my own creative directions into my own shoots, it was something to where I was like, I know I can do it now. Mm. I know it's something that, you know, I'm capable of doing. If, you know, I'm given a task at hand, I can show up and play my part. Um, So that's why I was just like, I don't think it's something that I have to keep indulging majority of my time into being as though like I kind of already know yeah that i can do it you know okay that that's interesting because yeah. i do know like a lot of the more like i guess of the other models that i know like i always ask him that question of like what are their like levels they you know what i mean because like in any creative field there's like the levels of like oh you reach this and then you do this and then mm-hmm. it's like steps into becoming let's say the biggest model in the world yeah and i guess in the modeling world i'm definitely like on a level like two well, uh, okay, yeah, sure, because like, you've done it enough, yeah. and you. But right, but then there's what I mean is like there's a, like runways. There's yeah. like, uh, uh, being the face of certain like like uh like of brands and shit. Like you know, mm-hmm. like there's level. That's what I meant with levels. Mm-hmm. Like what management is representing mm-hmm. you, like shit, like that. Um, actually, that's another um, thing. I don't have any management. I'm right. actually an independent. You know, okay, people always people always tell me that I should do agencies, but um. Because then that would get, that's what I mean with levels. Because yeah. then th- that's where you like, you do the runways and you do the, yeah. the, 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 the high, the, like the, the br- clothing brands mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, that's a good question. I've always like thought about it. Like I, I didn't want to do it at first because I always felt like agents, like if I did an agency, it would limit me to what I want to do as an mm, artist. Okay. Um, because like, I didn't want to also feel like I was depending on people to bring me opportunities. Sure. That, because like, you know, yeah. like. It, let's say you're not signed to an agency anymore then how are you going to be able as like you know an individual to be able to go out and find your own opportunity so i feel like that was why that was kind of like my childish way of thinking like back when i was sure. younger but i feel like now like i would definitely sign to an agency mm, okay. um i would definitely look into it just because like i think that's like kind of like how you breach into the next level yeah, you know like you right. know, brands or like modeling for certain things like they kind of set that in stone for you Almost. Okay. What's your dream modeling job? My dream modeling job? Yeah. Um Hmm. I don't think I have a dream really? modeling job. No. Like there's no like clothing brand that you really love or there's no like 
Like there's I guess no, like New York fa- New York Fashion Week or what New Year New York. I would love to do a New York Fashion Week like I, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say that, but I feel like New York Fashion Week is not too hard to get into. <laughs> well, whatever any, the hard one is, yeah, what, 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 whatever, what the fucking yeah, whatever the hard ones are, I would love to you know <laughs> do something like a little abstract, you know, avant garde, avant gardeish. Is that how you? Yeah, say yeah, yeah, avant garde. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely love to do like things of that nature. Um, yeah, like Paris Fashion Week yeah, and shit, like Milan yeah. Fashion Week. That's a pretty big. I definitely one. do want to get into runway. I feel like that okay. was yeah, that's something that I definitely want to like work more on this year is runaway because you know i was asked to do a couple fashion shows last year but i i you know didn't walk them um and i just feel like that's something that i definitely would like like to partake in you know like just for experience at least um until like later on okay makes sense but i've been branching off and like trying all types of different cool that's also another thing i want to talk about because you because i remember you posted what was it um are you playing the piano or that you want to start piano. playing the piano and stuff? Oh, God. I love the piano. Yeah. I love it so much. I love the sound of it. I've always been, like, you know, so in tune with the piano since I was a kid. Like, just the sound. Just the sound. Um, I was too poor to afford piano <laughs> classes. <laughs> you know, immigrant <laughs> child that. and stuff like that. I feel that. that. Um, but, you know, last year I impulsively went and bought a keyboard. Mm. And I was like, I want to self-teach myself how to play piano. That's um, cool. I did meet someone... Um, who gets into music and they play the piano and they have like been teaching me like the basics just as of recently but music is something that i do want to pursue this year okay. that's something right. that i'm definitely going to get into this year yeah so something about a band that might be brewing yeah might be in the works yeah we'll see can yeah. you give us a little <laughs> i don't you know, know. i, I don't you know what you can tell us, i knew but, you were like... gonna do this i was like oh my god what if he asked me for a sneak peek i don't know well I'm not, not a sneak peek of the music i'm just I'm saying like of like just anything any any hints as to what may be coming in the future oh what may be coming coming um with the music endeavor that you want to get into so like when i was younger i mean i'm not a singer let me put that out there i'm not a oh, singer that, okay. i know what that means that means you are a singer no 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 I'm not that's a what singer. singers say every I'm singer i've sing- ever met is like I'm i am not, a, not singer. a singer you know but i used to like have like this like i used to love singing like me and my cousins would literally like be in my bedroom we'll play american idol and judge each other like yeah and oh cool yeah yeah we would just do like little things like that and like through high school and stuff like the music classes and like you know doing plays and stuff like that um plays you did plays i probably did like one okay like yeah like early high school mm. um i did most of i actually forgot to mention this i lived in massachusetts for six years oh. <laughs> yeah I lived yeah, in Massachusetts little, for six years. A little I moved, blip in there, yeah. Yeah, that's a little flip in there. So, like, majority of my, like, I guess, like, middle school, elementary was, like, primarily Massachusetts. I lived in oh. Lawrence, Massachusetts, which is, like, a really small, it's a really small city in Massachusetts. Okay. I always say Boston because no one knows anything right. in Massachusetts besides Boston. Um, but it's, like, literally a small city, like, consumed up with, like, Dominicans, Ricans, all, all, yeah, I, I all gotta, immigrants. I got know? a Puerto Rican friend that, like, lived there and moved to Philly. Like, yeah. he was there and moved back oh, to Philly. Oh, lived in Lawrence? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? Lawrence, Massachusetts? Wait, where did he live? I'm so confused. I, I don't have no idea oh, where he no lived. Okay, but it cool. was definitely in Massachusetts. It was in a yeah. state. I don't know exactly oh, yeah. where. Yeah. But it was a similar thing where, like, he moved from there to Philly, like, around seventh grade of my middle yeah, school. Yeah, I moved back here around um, my freshman year of high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I started high school here. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, like, I would just always, like, music wasn't something that, like, I, like, 
put my fucking foot into sure you know sure. but it was something that i always liked like who doesn't love listening to music music yeah. calms you it eases um, you yeah we did we started the um, podcast with meditation yeah we started with meditation music <laughs> <laughs> but that was yeah. that was an experience yeah <laughs> that was great i hope um, you guys felt calm after that but yeah like, I, I just feel like as of recently um i've honestly been very moved by going to events and seeing like other small philly artists like mm. you know do music because it's not something that they take so serious like professionally it's really something that you see is like very organic like they do fun. it they do it for fun they do it because they love doing it and it kind of gives me a confidence because it's just like if they're not like professional singers and stuff like that and they don't care how they sound and i can do this and not care how i sound like let's just do this let's like make music and um I just want to make music fun, I guess. I, I get it. I don't know. I do you think you're a good fun. singer? What do you say you're a good singer? Uh-oh. <laughs> what I don't think I'm a good singer. I think I'm an okay singer. Let's put it that way. I don't think I'm like very... Uh, <laughs> he's putting on an instrument. Come on. I am not singing. <laughs> but you know this song, do you? I know this song. I, I know you know this song. I actually sang this song for a talent show. <laughs> That's funny. This that's, that's funny. so funny. That so let's funny. let's go back to that. Yeah. <laughs> he is a trip. I cannot. I am right, definitely man. maybe 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 next time. Next maybe time? You, maybe maybe we could part two this. And part two this, I'll I'll definitely come with like a <clears throat> do re mi right, do re right. mi. We'll start it off. We'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll do vocal exercises in the we'll beginning. We'll do vocal, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead yeah. of meditation, yes. All right. You know, but right. um, <laughs> I don't know. Music is oh, something that funny. I want to do. Um, I've been working on this project for the last five years. It's called the Venus Project. Five years. Um, five years. I've been working on it. Twenty eighteen was five years ago. That's crazy. I know. It sounds crazy. Wait. So what is this thing? It's called the Venus Project. So I haven't really like a, a few people know about it, but okay. um, it came about like just because I think that like I was like seventeen around twenty eighteen, um, two thousand one baby. Um, but <laughs> I was kind of what like, sign are you? Scorpio. Okay. Yeah. I don't know much about Scorpios. Do you not? No. What we're are you right guys known you for? Guys. Oh, really? Yeah, we're right before you guys. November. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Are you are you guys similar to Sagittarius in any way? No. <laughs> Thank God. I don't. I don't. I don't know much about it. I just. It sounds from the name of it like the name. I don't know. There's a connotation just of the word Scorpio that I'm assuming is like feisty. Yeah, feisty. I'm assuming mysterious, oh. obsessive. They say we are. No lies told. <laughs> okay. Interesting. All right. Yeah, but um. Okay, my bad. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, with the Venus Venus project. Yeah, the Venus 17 project. Seventeen years old. So like, yeah, I kind of had like an epiphany because you know I was about to be eighteen. And I feel like eighteen is kind of like the depths of like womanhood yeah, starting yeah. and everything like that. Um, and I feel like you know during my high school years, like you know I started getting a little bit more in touch with my sensuality. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's 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 what I know about Scorpios. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's the other thing. I know I was I know I was forgetting yeah. something. They always say we're very sexual people. Yeah. They're not wrong. Like, you know, the 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 stereotypes are never wrong, but no. Well, except in my case. In your case. Except when it comes to Dominican Sagittarius men. this, you know how people have He's this. about to plead his case here. Yeah, you know how stereotypes <laughs> of Dominican men and then combined with Sagittarius yeah. men it's like I know you guys see that shit on the internet for me. <laughs> not true. I, I, I get along with some Sagittarius because Darian's a Sagittarius. Yes. He's a Sag. I, had him on I the love pod. Darian. That was great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I love Darian. He's awesome. Um, but yeah, so it was just like kind of like a moment where I was just like, I wanted to get more in tune 
Like sure. I, I was already like, you know, like easing into it, but I wanted to get more in tune. Like how can I express my sensuality um, at this age, sure. you know, like at the age that I was, because I feel like, you know, at a point, like I feel like every female deals with it, you know, like you start dating, you know, you start morphing and changing sure. into your own person. And I felt like I wanted to create kind of a, how do you call it? Like an ulterior ego? Okay. Yeah. uh, Alter ego. Alter ego. There you go. An alter ego. Um, And I don't know why the name Venus came to my head. It it was just kind of like, it it sounds like a very like seductive name, no? Yes. Venus. Like that's like a stripper name almost. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's like a stripper name. I I, I probably met a few strippers named Venus. Probably. Or have that. I'm (laughs) sure there's Venus uh, (laughs) strippers. Yeah. So like, um, I think where like it became like this big thing is like, then I was like, well, I started looking into it basically, like looking into the planet for starters, obviously like the planet mm. Venus. Um, because I was kinda I was kinda like I wanted to like tie that into each other, like, well, if I bring this to life and I like put it on a visual, how would I want it to look? What would it be the color tones? So the color tones came from the planet itself. Okay. Which I feel like I still don't know to this date what the fuck Venus looks like. <laughs> because you look it up and there's like three different <laughs> options see. of what the planet Venus is. Right. Um, like interesting. Okay, yeah, it, it, I, I'm already seeing. Yeah, I'm yeah, seeing a I'm lot of different colors. I'm already seeing a different colors. So like, I, I still to this here? day, I, I I eventually just stopped. Like you know, looking <laughs> into the planet, but then you know, I started looking into the um, Roman god, Venus. Venus. Ooh, for for Roman. Uh, uh, yeah, because you know they say that yeah. Venus was um, basically like the god of love. Like, Whoa! Kind of like Greek a- Aphrodite, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. So you know, when I was looking into Venus, um, it was kind of like I kind of felt like connected in a sense, like doing like okay. making my research and stuff like that. Because like I think part of the reason why I came up with that idea was because like I was very sexual, very young. Mm. Well, the, you know, well, like I, I, I had I had to fight like a lot of like hypersexuality. Sure. Um. He said, "Sure." I mean, that, well, I'm just saying that comes with just being. It comes. It comes with aging. It comes with aging. Aging, but I think you specifically like, you know, and Latin I have like culture, a Scorpio tendency. Yeah. I have a Scorpio tendency, like to want everyone to be obsessed or in love with me. You know. Mm, okay. And I felt like for that, I, I, I'm reason, sure you don't have trouble with that. Oh no no no. Yeah <laughs> yeah. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I feel like for that reason, like I wanted to like find a way again, you know, being the age that I was, I wanted to find a way to kind of like express my sexuality, yeah. but through a person and, you know, reading Venus and reading who she was and, and who she's like, what she stood for and just like her person and her aura. Um, I felt like just like I felt very related to her mm, in a okay. sense. Interesting. So in that aspect when i you know started doing the research on her and i was like you know i want to create this alter ego then i started looking into all the planets because all the planets symbolize like symbolize you know sometimes they have a ruling yeah they all have a ruling like you know mars is war god and stuff like oh, that okay so like that's when i wanted to like create an alter ego underneath the name of every planet you yourself you me myself oh, and kind of okay. short film it but whoa, short film it. I know. Okay, yes. I'm Amazing. like, I've been waiting this whole time. Where is this going? Where is this going? Had, that was the I last wanted, thing in my mind. I wanted to do short, a short film. filming because yeah. you know the birth of Venus, you know, and I've wanted it to be like kind of like the like the introductory to like 
my sensuality. Sure, sure. So like that was that's where that came from. But then I kind of wanted it when I like initially came up with the idea of doing all planets, I wanted it to be a thing where like they were all obviously like related, like kind of close to like the Roman mythology. Yeah. Um, so like I kind of wanted to do a spin on that, but like as the years went by, I'm not going to hold you. I bit off a lot more than I can chew. So like mm. I kind of reduced it just to it being Venus for the most for part now. for now, yeah. for now. Um, so like that was like my prime, like, primary focus but through the years like every time i got started on the project and like actually getting the ball rolling i kept changing what i wanted to like the mm. alter ego to look like okay um so for that reason is why like i kept like procrastinating and pushing it back and pushing it back because i was just like through the years like i started this when i was 17 but through the years like my ideology of like my sensuality has just changed kept changing, yeah. it kept changing so i was like I kept changing what I wanted that alter ego to be like, but I feel like this year was the year that I, I like really set in stone. I'm 21. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I've never been more comfortable in my skin than ever. That's nice. So for that reason, I, I wanted to start, you know, working on that this year. So I will start working on that, um, like coming spring, you know, when the season gets warmer and stuff like that. Cause I also want to like, you know, embody the nature um, outdoors and stuff yeah. like that with the idea, you okay. know, conceptualize it. So you want to make this a short film? Yeah, very short. It won't be nothing too long. Like literally, it won't be no longer than like five minutes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's still a short film. Um, For just Venus. Wow. In the beginning, when I wanted to do like the all the planets, it, it was gonna be like a ten minute, yeah. like you know, but it'll come soon. It'll come. And you day. have like <laughs> a you have like a mental image of what you want it to look i do yeah okay that's yeah. cool man i love that's how you know that's how i know you're a real creative because i think that's what all creatives that i've met anybody who's artistic or creative in any sort of way what they use their art for is to get whatever thing is in their head their so they imagery, can yeah. what that they can vividly see in their heads yeah and then the process is trying to get that out into the universe mm -hmm. like it's definitely happened to me where like mm. For example, for the podcast, like there's some cool, like a short video that I want to do mm. where like I get the idea for it. Like the, the most recent example was, do you remember Starfest last year? Were yeah. you there? I wasn't there. Okay. I got COVID during the time. Yeah. Damn, that's yeah. crazy. Sick. Yeah, I, I went and um, uh, Zach and Faye asked me to do the podcast there. Yeah, I saw that. It was so, outdoors. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. Nice. So I, it was it was, a, it was a lot of, it was a very fun experience. Mm. And I recorded it and I'm like, okay, how do I want to promote this? And I had this idea. I was taking a shower. <laughs> I was just like, what if I like, okay, hold on. I, I got to I gotta play this song. This yeah. is a um, Code Cheese. You know who Code Cheese is? Yeah. Um, I've heard of them. Yeah. He, yeah. So what's the song? I, I, I promise there's a point to this. Mm. I just have to, you have to hear the song. <laughs> so I was listening to this song in the shower, right? I'm like, okay. Okay, he's saying it a lot. Why is he saying it so much? And it drops. And I'm like, I had an Ikea, or not Ikea, uh, uh, whatever the fuck. The, you know what you discover? So, Eureka. Yeah. I had a Eureka moment where it's like, oh shit, what if? Because in a podcast, I had eight people that randomly... I just asked, hey, do you want to do the podcast? And I interviewed him for 10 minutes. Right. And that was kind of what the podcast was, like five to 10 minutes. And I was like, oh, I can do a trailer where like every time he says turn it up, it's like a each quick and every flash. Person. Yeah, each and every person. And then it, it says turn it up and then it mm -hmm. drops and then it's like, oh, you know, coming this, whatever. Yeah. Like, and I had that shit in my head. I'm like, 
I had to do it. Yeah. It was one of those things where I was like, and that's where, listen, I can relate with the being obsessive part, but I think for me mm-hmm. with art, where like certain things, when I get an idea of doing something, I can't. I, 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 it's rough for me to like pace myself, right? right? Let's say like I'm working on something big. Sometimes I have trouble, like, let's say I want to do a short documentary, right? Mm. I do all the footage and I start working on it. And then I realize that I can't like, either I do it all that day. Yeah. So I just edit for eight hours until it's done. Mm. Or, you know, I just can't do it because I can't like stop. Right. You know what I mean? So I had that and I was like, I was like in the shower, I was supposed to work. I didn't work that day. Mm. I was just like, you know what, fuck, fuck work. <laughs> I'm just going to stay home and just edit it. And I had to get it out because I wasn't going to be able to think of anything else that day. Yeah. Point being, what I, I, that's how I know what a real creative or artist is when you have that idea in your head. Yeah. How the fuck do I get this out into the universe? Right. Like that imagination. That's um, literally the feeling that I have all the time. But, that, but that's so crazy because that's not common. Yeah. You know, it's fun. It, it, it's not, not everybody has that. People right. don't really have that. It's actually mm-hmm. quite rare. So just hearing that, it made me kind of relate like, okay, yeah. I'm not crazy for like yeah. having this thing in my head that I'm like going crazy trying to get it out of my head. Yeah. Um, that's cool. I'm excited to see this Venus project. Yeah. I like the backstory. You're saying you're sticking five years. Yeah. It creates a myth around it. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow, she's been working on yeah, it. Yeah, I've been time. working on it. Honestly, yeah. like that's kind of how I, I come up with a lot of my ideas randomly. Yeah. Like when I used to like self-take photos, like I would literally like just stare at an object in my house, like something that's been sitting in my house for like months yeah. And I'll be like, I can use that for something. Mm. Or like, I'll be like, I should just put that in my hair or something. Like, it's, it's, it's like kind of weird how I come up with my concepts. Even now when I'm like creating concepts for other people now. Yeah. It's always at random. Like, it's always in a random moment. It's always like I'm listening to a song or like, you know, I'm watching something on TV and I'm like, I would like to see that done. Like, you know, like it's really off of like random things. It's never like, it, it, like you said, like you're just trying to like get the imagery, any imagery that you're painting in your head. You're trying to just, like, bring it to life. That's kind yeah. of where I'm at. Like, I usually just, like, random things pop up in my head. And I'm like, ooh, what is this? That's like, cool. You this know, could be cool. This can be cool. And then, like, you know, I just put it down into, like, a concept. You know, mm. I'll write it down or something like that. But the Venus Project is something that, like, I, I didn't want to rush into it. Like, so many people are like, you've been talking about this for so many years. Like, why haven't you done it yet? And it's just like, because it's so personal and it's just like a way to represent me, I want to represent myself in the correct way. Yeah. So, like, if I keep morphing as a person or I keep growing as a person, my project has to grow. Yeah. You know, it has to grow because it has to ultimately, like, symbolize, like, the message I'm trying to, like, convey. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like a lot of impressionistic work. Mm. Artwork, everything. Like, even with my art, um, cause I paint, you know, um, okay. Yeah. There we go. I want to hear about this. Yes. My paint. Um, I want to hear about your paintings. Um, I want to work a lot more on my artwork this year. Also, I've worked on it a lot last year, but the problem was, is like, I didn't know. I think creating concepts is easier for me than painting. Really? Finding things to paint. It is so weird because like, I kind of like based most of my artwork around like female anatomy, like the female oh, body. Okay. Got it. You know, because like I'm a woman first before I'm anything. And mm. I think the female body comes in different forms. You hear that? Yeah. I'm a woman first before God anything. is a woman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. <laughs> I can't. I cannot right now. <laughs> God is a fucking woman. <laughs> 
But yeah, uh, like I, I kind of was like, you know, the female body comes in all like different forms. I wanted to like kind of like just embody that into my artwork. Yeah. Um, and also because like I love controversy and you know like mm. painting painting nude bodies is so provocative. So yeah. like why not? That's cool. Um, that's interesting. You, know, you like? Con- I, w- I want to get into that. Controversy. In a second, but oh yeah, I'm so yeah. controversial. <laughs> But okay, so you painting yeah. that's kind of what you what you do yeah. with your painting like Yeah, so like, you know, with time bodies. I kind of wanted to rebrand because like after a while I kind of became like unhappy with my paintings. I'm like this isn't enough or like I know I can do more. Like it, it felt forced almost. Like I was trying to force You like, never want art to feel to forced. To force, you know. Yeah. But I envy those people who can just like paint random things and scribble a thousand times on a canvas because yeah. like I look at those people and I'm like I'm such a perfectionist that like I am not that, like, I literally am not that outgoing as mm. far as my artwork goes. Oh, okay. Like, I'm the type of person that, like, people are like, yeah, just, like, you know, like, the artists that, like, take a paint, like, a paint bucket and, like, yes, splash yes, it. Yeah. I'm one of those people, like, no, I have to take a brush and delicately, like, paint it. Mm. You know, like, I'm such a perfectionist that, yeah. like, I felt like I had to break a barrier where, like, I have to be more free with my artwork yeah so like that was the reason why i kind of wanted to rebrand as far as like what i wanted to do as far as my paintings because like i got asked to do a lot of art shows towards the end of the year but i didn't have enough commissions or like i didn't have enough commissions that i was proud of right to showcase so like i never did any of them but like that was something that i was like i have to do that this year because painting is something i've oh i've always loved to draw i was like that weird kid in class used to draw eyeballs Yeah, I used to dry eyeballs during all the lessons. I was one of those. So I love, like, <laughs> I love art. Eyeballs specifically so funny. Yes, okay. I love all forms of art. Like, you know, that's why I was like, you know, between photography, you know, creative directing, modeling, and then doing, like, artwork, that's kind of why I picked up on music. Because mm. I was like, why not pursue all forms? I'd be a yeah. force to be reckoned with, honestly. Um, and that was another reason, too, for the Venus Project, because I wanted to create, like, you know, some type of soundtrack for the project. So I was oh, like, wow. I would like to do that myself. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I would like okay. to do that myself. So, like, that was, like, part of the reason why I said that I was definitely going to branch off and do music this year. But it's not that I'm not confident in my voice. It's just, like, I've never shared my voice out there mm, That's why you people. wouldn't sing when I was your man on this yeah, podcast. I so. see. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that. I was can't put on the spot. I can't right believe there. you wouldn't sing a karaoke mm-hmm. on the spot. I'm sorry. Next time, guys, tune into the next one, episode <laughs> yeah. 291. Comment <laughs> down below what song you want Cassidy to sing and, for and the we'll next sing. episode. Yeah. Comment <laughs> the songs and I'll sing. That's funny. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so, lying. so the the thing about you like kind of feeling f- like wanting to paint and coming out forest mm-hmm. was that part of the creative blocks that you had? Um, most that of the you've creative been block recently? I had last year was like my modeling. I oh, went a okay. very long time without modeling because like, as I said earlier, like I kind of went through a phase where I was like this, like it didn't feel like I was doing it for the reasons that I should have been. Mm. Like I was losing like basically that drive, you know? Yeah. Um, because I myself was getting caught up in like everything else that was going on and like what could be the next best thing. And I think I'm my, I'm my biggest critic. Like I'm my mm. own biggest, I'm my biggest okay. bully. You know, I bully myself a lot. Like, so every time I take yeah. photos, I always overanalyze them. Like, I scrutinize myself down to a T. But I need to because it's just like, who else is going to be on me if I'm not on me, sure. you know? Yeah. Because um, ultimately, I know what I want myself to look like, yeah. you know, in the end of all of this. Yeah, uh, that's true. But I, I just want to, I just, that sounds very familiar to like, to myself in mm-hmm. terms of like me being my biggest critic, mm-hmm. but I just have to point out, and I don't think this is a stretch to say, because mm-hmm. we're both Dominican, we have Dominican parents. Yeah. I'm 90% sure 
that that self-criticism is just our parents' voice in our heads. Yes, it is. That was instilled in us from very, when we're young. Because, mm-hmm. like, in my experience, at least, with my Dominican parents, it's like, you can't make any mistakes. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like, you have to be the best at whatever it is you're doing. Mm-hmm. And if you mess up just a little bit, no, that's bad. It has to be. It's like, the yeah. perfect way to describe it to people is like, let's say, if I would get grades, like, let's say I got a 95. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, yeah, but you didn't get a 100. 100, yeah. And then I would get a 100, and they'll be like, well, that's what you're supposed to get. Supposed to do, yeah. You know what I mean? So then there's no, there's no like, oh, congrats. It's yeah. always like, okay. There's no reward. You no, know? yes, it's yeah. no reward. So like the absolute best is the norm. It's, yeah, it's the norm. It's, and, it doesn't feel your best. You still don't feel your best. No, but, even yeah. when you did your best and, and, and even when you accomplished what you set out to do. So yeah. I think. I, I th- that sounds like a very Dominican thing. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> because like, realistically, like, you yeah. know, you know, when I tell my mom, like, I wanted to, my, because, you know, my mom wanted me to go to college and be right, a doctor, right. you know, and it's typical because like when you grow up, and I think that's for any immigrant child, yes. like any child of any immigrant parents, like, you know, you have like more peer pressure to be yeah. something that, you know, they want you to be. So for me, it was like having a mother that wanted me to go to like to college and like, you know, pursue like, you know, whatever major yeah. and like just get a regular job, you know, me coming to her and telling her like I model or I take pictures. She's like, you know, like what, like, what is the, like, how do you make an ends meet out of that kind yeah. of like, they, they literally like question it, you know, like, yeah. but older generation, like Dominicans don't really know, like you can make bank off yeah, of this Yeah, they stuff. have no idea. Like, they have no idea. They have it. no yeah. idea. They think they know, but they have no idea how the world works. Like, like future is tech. Yes. Like everything's on our, our devices, you know, like everything is, is now trends. Everything is just like physical pictures and pictures are yeah. all we're going to have one day. Like pictures are all we have now. That's right. That's all they had back in the day. That's all we have now. And it's all we're going to have in the future. So I feel mm-hmm. like when you like speak to like, when I speak to my parents, at least speaking for myself and I tell them about the things that I want to do, it is very far fetched to them. Yeah. So it kind of sets in that peer pressure for me. Like, well, if I'm not like putting my like ass crack and titties into this, <laughs> then I'm doing something yeah. wrong. Like, That's so interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. why I'll be honest. That's why I don't be telling my parents what my plan is. Right. Because it's almost like there's no point in doing that because they they're only going to understand results. Yeah. You know, anything else is like a pipe dream to yeah. them. So it's like, and I hate when people speak fear into my plans. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I so I don't that. even anytime. I mean, it's almost like a weekly thing. My mom is like, so what is it that you want to do with your life? Yes. And I'm like, God, oh, mom. how's that job? How's school? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why haven't you gotten a better job? Yeah, it's a question. Like, if I open my freaking family WhatsApp group, yeah, a bunch of questions in there. Yeah, yeah, no. So yeah, I, I that was gonna be one of my questions, like, you know, because of an immigrant mom, like, mm. how she's reacted to it. But you already answered it, so yeah. just organically, so interesting. She's kind Our, of out the loop. Like my mother's kind of out the loop. Like I don't think my mom ever has like really ever seen my work, mm. nor has she seen me in the act of actually doing the work. So I feel yeah. like you know when you're just telling them what you're doing, yeah. You know, it is it is going to sound a little bit far-fetched to them, but I feel like when there is, like, once that I do get that, like, big overall outcome, yeah, it'll settle in for her because she'll see that something's actually getting done. Exactly. But exactly. when you're behind the scenes and you're not seeing anything getting done for yourself, of course you're going to think, like, well, you're not doing anything. Yeah. But, you know, that's why I kind of also, like, try to... I, I'm, I think I'm breaking generational curses right now myself because I feel like... You know, instead of like trying to live up to other people's expectations, like just 
live your life and your truth and what you want to do, you know, because ultimately like this is my life, like my life yeah. is in my hands. And it's just like, if I know what I'm good at, then I'm going to pursue that. You know, I'm not going to try to be anything else. If you have a talent, like pursue that specifically. Like mm. if I didn't pursue modeling and creative directing, I don't know what I would I'd be doing, honestly, because I've indulged so much of my time and my free time on like, again, I see this more as a hobby than anything. I've indulged so much of my free time into this. That is just like, I didn't really ever give myself like the, the freedom to do anything else. Yeah. So that, yeah. I, I relate to that. I've recently been thinking about how like important this podcast is for me. Yeah. Cause I was thinking about like, if I just stopped doing this podcast, yeah, I have no idea what, what you I would do. do. Like, yeah. like no idea. Like, I will watch Wednesday on Netflix. Yeah. Like, I, like, <laughs> like, like, I don't, I don't know what else I will be doing. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. everything else will feel like kind of pointless in yeah. a way. Like with this, at least it feels like I'm working on something right. that is kind of meaningful and is going to build up to something even bigger as yeah. I keep doing it. So yeah, I, I totally, I totally relate to that. And I think the recognition I get outside of like, obviously like the home, home base, yeah. you know, to get embraced. Cause I'm pretty sure like when you have people like who are so willingly to come up on a podcast and like, you know, you interview them and like, they're like taking part in something that yeah. you started. It's a good feeling to yes. know that like, okay, if I'm not getting all the support that I need primarily at home, I have a whole bunch of other people who see my potential and yes. see what I'm doing. Yeah. And I think that's what keeps me going also. Like, I don't do this for like a like, a comment, a share or nothing, but I think the power of social media, like we underestimate it mm -hmm. because like, again, how I was saying earlier, like to know that people know me or like people see my work and people are like, can recognize me. It's kind of like, it's an embrace. It's a warm yeah. embrace. Um, honestly, it's like, it kind of creates comfortability in what I do. So, yeah. yeah, I appreciate that you're positive about things. Yeah. You're probably one to. of the more positive people that I've had on this podcast. I have to try. Why is everyone so negative? Yes. No, I have to try to be positive. You have to try to be positive because like power in the tongue, you know? Is that a Scorpio thing or is that just a you thing? No, no, no. It's a me thing. Okay. It's a me thing because I definitely have a lot of Scorpio tendencies and we can be very negative in a lot of things. Uh, okay. Yeah. We can be All very right. negative. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I was at, earlier, I looked up the Roman gods because I wanted to try to see which one I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like there's 12. There's Jupiter, yeah. King of the Gods, God of Thunder, you Lightning. You definitely be like Mercury or something. Okay, God of Travelers and Tradesmen. Do I give up like a Tradesman? Oh, what? is that is that Mercury? Maybe is I'm what, confusing I mean, them. All right, I'm, I'm going to go yeah. through all of them. And based on the short them. experience you've had, I want to see what you what you think applies most to me. Okay, cool. So Jupiter, King of the Gods. I don't know. That's a little ambitious. Mm -hmm. Juno, Wife of... Okay, that's... <laughs> not again goddess of women and fertility uh, do you see me as a goddess of women and fertility, fertility? i mean i don't know um mars son of jupiter and juno god of war no god of war yeah i'm not a god of war god of uh, mercury god of travelers and tradesmen that's what you said at first mm -hmm. i don't see myself i don't be traveling much i think i said mercury because like mercury rules like you know intellect Oh, I think you're very intellectual. Really? But yeah, I think you're very intellectual. Oh, I mean, you have your own podcast. Like, come on. Is that, is that, it takes, <laughs> is that it takes a lot, you know, to be able to, like, just keep conversation going. And, That's like, true. 191 times. Yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. true. That's true. You're right. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take you know? that. Uh, Neptune, brother of Jupiter, god of the sea. Mm. I don't know how to swim. Yeah. Venus, that's you. I don't know how to swim, um, me either. <laughs> uh, Apollo, god of music, archery, healing, poetry, and truth. That's a, whoever Apollo is. Yeah. This is he's a cool guy. Apollo's a cool guy. Um, I want to meet an Apollo. Diana, I'm not. I'm obviously not. Not Diana. Diana, no. Nor Minerva, nor Ceres. These are all goddesses. Vulcan, god of blacksmiths and volcanoes. Seems. A, I'm not. I don't think I'm that aggressive. Oh no. Um. Oh, okay. I guess that's it. Oh well, there's other ones. I guess Pluto. 
Okay. God of the Underworld. I'm not. Yeah. I don't give up an emo vibe. Not an emo. Uh, Bacchus, God of Wine and Civilization. That seems boring. I don't want to be the God of Law. Hercules, I'm not that strong. You're not that strong. Cupid. He's, he's answering for himself. Like, he's like, yeah, no, I'm not these things. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 I can't. My Sagittarius side is coming yeah, out a little bit. it's coming out a um, little bit. Oh, yeah, I was supposed to be asking you that. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Uh, yeah, no, you're good. Well, I, after I go through all I'm of these, agreeing, I want to see. I'm in agreeance, though. Okay, yeah, okay. I'm agreeance. So. <laughs> yeah, let me know if you see if, if you think I'm, yeah. I'm wrong about any of this. Uh, Cupid, son of Venus, carried a boat. Okay, I didn't know it was the son of Venus. Yeah. That's interesting that the, that the guy... Like the son of Venus and the guy in the situation is more so about the love and Venus is more so about lust. Mm-hmm. That's interesting how that works. Yeah. Uh, Pegasus, a winged... Okay, that's not even a god. Uh, it's just a horse that flies. Uh, Orpheus, son of Apollo and Calliope, most famous musician of... Uh, I don't make music. Pandora, created by Vulcan, first woman made from clay. Okay. I would still say Mercury. Um, Still? Out of all of those, you I think mean, Mercury? Maybe. I guess if, you, if you're talking about intellect, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I'll take that, yeah. but I don't. I don't listen. I, I don't do trades. Yeah. And who's the last one? Cerberus, a three-headed dog that guarded the underworld. Oh, no. Okay, definitely has one head. All right, I, I'm, I've had that's enough research. Okay, so Mercury, you're saying? Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that, but I can't find anyone that fits me better. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll t- I'll do more research yeah. and make sure. But yeah. okay, um, Mercury, Venus, and Mercury. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Okay, and last, okay, as we start wrapping up, I want to start wrapping up. I have a couple more questions. Mm-hmm. What were, what did you mean about controversies? Because I've had this thing. I've had this this. Um, I tend to be very. I, I, uh, I've thought about how for the for any sort of entertainment. Mm-hmm. You kind of need a little bit of controversy. Of course. To get people talk. I oh, love oh, controversy. Okay. All right. I love controversy. Yes. Why? Why? Okay, let's start with that. Why do you love controversy? Because controversy creates discussion. Mm. It creates discussion. Right. Okay. You know? And, All right. And, and, and what's, what, what, what is it if no one's discussing your work, you know? Yeah. I think that, like, if you create controversy, like, it, first of all, art to me is about perspective. Mm. And it's about interpretation. So how okay. do people interpret your art because everyone can interpret art differently yeah so i feel like when there's controversy behind art not only does it create discussions but it creates kind of like different standpoints for people like different viewpoints yes it it, it shakes things up yeah and it makes people stand on their perspectives Perspectives, which is what you're saying Mm -hmm. like that with controversies people are like oh i believe this you believe that and then that's when like you mean like conversation happens but if it's something that everybody likes then it just kind of yeah just fades away kind of it's like okay well if everybody likes it there's nothing to talk about here um the reason i'm interested in you talking about you liking controversies because i've i've recently or i had a time like a couple of months ago in the podcast Mm -hmm. when i was going through my pod crisis yeah i I want i was thinking about like what i could do to make the podcast more controversial Mm -hmm. because i felt like it wasn't controversial enough because it was just like, you know, it's just kind of a... A man not- with a podcast and not controversial? That's like so crazy. You're like breaking <laughs> curses here. You're on a roll Listen, today. Not only am I unlike any Sagittarius yes. Dominican, Dominican man, man, I'm also unlike any guy oh, podcast. Yeah. He's Come a on. rare breed. guy. <laughs> yes, I am. A, yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. And um, But I wanted to try out... So... so what I what are ideas that you have about how to make like a podcast? Actually, no, no, I know what I want to do. 
I know how I'm gonna make this podcast a I little bit like more for controversial. Men, like it's very easy for men to make podcasts really? controversial. But yeah, because you yeah, guys, you just gotta say of, women. Yeah, women, this. and that's exactly what I was gonna say. Like I feel like gender wars. Right. That, that is is what true. is what makes a lot of podcasts controversial. Yeah, I, it's funny you bring that up because yeah. I started the podcast before the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. Like July of 2019, mm-hmm. and that's one thing I noticed that shifted. Mm. is what people thought like the perception of a podcast yeah before the pandemic mm. when i started the podcast nobody i knew listened to podcasts nobody i knew knew what it was and even if people knew what it was it'll be like oh it's that white people thing <sighs> like white people just kind of talking about yeah talking whatever about- and being boring and then during the pandemic like people like fresh and fit and stuff like that mm-hmm. like started the gender war saying now when i tell when i tell people that I do a, I do a, I do a podcast, mm-hmm. I know in their heads the wheels are turning like, does he like curse out women? Yeah. Like what is, like now that's a perception. That's what people think. Yeah. If it's a guy doing a podcast, he's just doing gender That's a stigma over all men who have podcasts now. Like usually you hear a man have a podcast like, oh, what do you do? Talk about women? Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah exactly. That, that like, That's so crazy. But I saw that like shift happen in real but it time. it sucks because like those are the conversations that create the most conversation right that's where the controversy matters because like if if there's not if there's not an opposing side to like your point yeah then there's nothing you know there's really nothing to discuss i i i agree yeah i hate that but you know it's just it's just it's just the way it works especially on the internet that's how Mm kind of how a lot of that stuff works if you got people like commenting and like retweeting or like yeah getting into fights about it then that that yeah it goes with the algorithm and shit all that but um actually i have i have had one taste of being controversial in the internet in the internet really which is about me saying that Kaylani's white oh is she white she has to be white isn't she <laughs> well this is what i'm saying this was apparently controversial because i put the clip what are on her TikTok. parents i need i need an ancestry Le- on okay. Kaylani. I, listen i'm gonna show you the clip afterwards because it's gonna be like the clip it's like 10,000 comments of people just arguing back and forth. She's white. She's not white. And then I asked if she can say the N word. And the, that guy, that obviously that's going to cause controversy. Yeah, of course. The, the, that's my most viewed like clip. It has like a million views. Really? Just people like just arguing whether Kaylani's white no or not. Way. And I was just like, okay, well, there we go. That was something controversial. I is she mean, white? I thought she was white. <laughs> this is why, <laughs> this is why there's a million views. Cause people are like, I thought was, she was white. And there was people that were like, no, she's obviously black. Like people, it's literally like two perspectives to it. What you were talking about? Oh, so. sleep black. No, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't I'm gonna know. show you the comments afterwards. Yeah, I definitely have to see. But this. um, here's one thing that might be a little bit controversial, and I love bringing this up because you were talking about. Mm-hmm. I, I asked you earlier in the pod that, you know, that I feel like a lot of people go through this disillusionment in the Philly art scene because it's always like some bullshit, some fuck shit that happens. People are weird. Yeah, people are weird. It's a lot. People get in trouble. Yeah. And I recently had my first experience with the bullshit of the Philly. Not recently, like three months ago, Mm -hmm. but pretty recent. My friend, uh, Mir, do you know who Mir is? Mir Phi? Um, Does that sound familiar? Mir PHI. Yeah. Yes. That's Mir. Shout I out met Jameer. Yeah, shout, shout, yeah, shout yeah. Out to That's fucked up. I didn't know. <laughs> I've had him on the podcast. He was one yeah. of the the random people that I got on for the Star Starfest. Fest, yeah, I saw and that. I met him there. And he asked me if I wanted to model. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I said yes because I was in this mode of like, I'm just gonna say yes to everything. Yeah. Let me start doing shit. I felt like, much like you, I wanted to start, you know, 
trying out new shit. Yeah. And uh, I went to this this uh um you know the the photography I modeled. It was great. Yeah. And then the pictures came out, and like three days later, one of the people that were spearheading this photography, this modeling <laughs> thing, kangaroo, uh-huh. Andrew, Andrew, yeah. The shit came out about like the the allegations, yeah. and I'm like, bro, I just posted my first ever modeling picture. Yeah, I've never modeled ever in my life, and I'm like, oh, this is fun. Let's yeah. see what this is about. And then right. as soon as the pictures come out, that comes, out, and I'm like, dog, are you yeah. fucking serious? And then I realize that's why I stay my ass at yeah, home. Yeah, that was dog. crazy too. Like that was actually crazy because like around that time period, <sighs> um, I don't know. Like, I don't know her, but there's this girl. Her name is Linda. She's like a... Yeah, it's, it's, Lin- Lin- it's yeah, Linda. Yeah, yeah, Linda. Shout out to you. I don't know Slender you, but Yard. hi. Um, yeah, yeah, she's an artist. And, like, she had came out and she was outing a whole Everybody. bunch of creatives. And, you know, like, it was kind of, like, appalling to me. Like, it was kind of... I was taken aback a little bit. By how many people she was? By how many people there was. Because yeah. Philly is so small. Yep. So, like, yeah. I was like, this is, like, half of the creative probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes you know and then the thing i did see the thing with andrew that came out like a couple like weeks like or days weeks yeah. later i don't know it was all happening all at once and i was yeah. like jesus christ it's like a lot this of is, shit happening this is insane you know and it, it kind of put things into perspective for me like i have to be careful <laughs> who yeah. i work with you know who yes. i work with and who i mix my work with because also like how you said like i just dropped this new thing is like i don't want negative stigma to carry on Okay. To to like my work because I'm affiliated with someone who has so much negative connotation yeah. out there. Right. Of them. Right. So that's like, what's rough with the Philly. If you don't know, then yeah. you get involved, and, and it's if like, you don't oh, know, you get involved, and you find out later, and it's like you're in the uh, middle of it. Damn. Just what do I do? Inadvertently. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I just that just came to mind with the controversy stuff because I usually stay out of it, and yeah. I was just like, oh, somehow I found myself in it. But I've also been trying to get like more controversial people on, like, you know, a uh, uh, whiz whiz. Uh, Cosmic Wiz on Instagram. Uh, yeah, I've heard. That. I had her on a podcast. I had a two-hour long podcast with her. Just I listen. The editing took me like four hours. Oh shit! Because I had to bleep out so many names. Oh my. <laughs> if you go listen to it, it's just names being bleeped bleep, left bleep, and right. Bleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was uh, that was fun. I was just like, oh okay. Yeah. Right. I'm just, it's, the whole time is me looking at the camera like, yeah. Like like it like he I'm said on a that sitcom. Thing was off limits. <laughs> like, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I want to. She asked if she could come back, and I'm like, I want to have her back on because just yeah. to spice things up. Yeah. I guess. Definitely. There's a um, controversy. Yeah. I mean, I was also thinking. I guess I shouldn't. I shouldn't say this out loud, but uh-huh. I was thinking of interviewing, doing a hard hitting interview with Andrew. Andrew. Oh. <laughs> Run. there's your controversy for you didn't you say you wanted controversy Andrew's such an interesting person he's well okay we don't have to <laughs> get yeah, into a such, breakdown of yeah Andrew's he's such man. an interesting person um i would love to see that <laughs> i i was thinking about it. i'm like is that too wild but i kind of want to do a hard-hitting like yeah what if i just become like a real journalist yeah. and like like an oprah like yeah, yeah have an Oprah like, moment. so people have been saying this about yeah. you how do you respond yeah <laughs> maybe maybe he'll feel vindicated maybe he can clear his name <laughs> Uh, if if i mean i don't even but this is the oh god I, I just got a headache just thinking about because because oh, all right let me not even he's think like let me not even yeah let me not even go do that yeah go down that road that should be that would be great though definitely well i yeah. don't i don't know you gotta Bring set it sounds like you're setting me up a little yeah bit. i'm an enabler <laughs> here's uh, my scorpio jumping out yeah, i'm an yeah. enabler yeah, so. yeah 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 like messy um okay um <laughs> he said messy yeah. What it what comes up to mind when you think of Mercury? When I think of Mercury, what is the image that pops up to your head? 
Like if you um, if you were to be a creative a creative director for like a short film, I decided to do. I mean, me being Mercury. What comes to mind? Um, I guess you would have to do research into like the colors and shit, right? Yeah, like, into the colors. I mean, honestly, I think that like. Let me see what Mercury looks like. How do how do? It's, I believe uh, it's gray. It's just gray and black. What is he? What is the god? Oh, the god. Yeah, like what is the god? Uh, look, that's the thing too. So when it? I looked into like that's why I went off of the planets a lot because yeah. like they had more color tone. Because if you look into the yeah, gods, just, they're just a bunch of statues. It's ceramic. Yeah, yeah, ceramic. Is Mercury a planet? Yeah, it is a planet. Oh, okay. First okay. planet. What? It's the first planet. <laughs> I might not be the Mercury. I yeah. might. I, I think the intellect kind of left me there, yeah. so I might have to change it. Yeah. Um. Just it just looks like the moon. Yeah, it does. It looks like the moon. Yeah, basically. it looks like the moon. So that's um, interesting. I don't know. You look very professional. Is that the vibe I give off? Wait, that's you do give off a very professional vibe. Really? Yeah. Why do I have to do? I I don't know if I like that. Why? I don't know. No? <laughs> I don't know. Who would it be? Because it's a little. It's, a, it's it's not like necessarily fun. To be professional. Yeah, I think you could be fun and professional. How? How? Because, because, like you said, if you think of like a suit and tie and shit, it's like I want to. I want. I like being spontaneous. Business attire could you could you could judge it up a little bit. Mm, you know? Okay. All right. Interesting. I'm gonna. I'm gonna... like suited, suited, but like like armored suited, like you Whoa, know, right? Armored suited. Armored what is that? Suited. What is that? What does that like, mean? Like like almost like armor, but it looks like a suit. Did you just come up with that? Yeah, I just came up with that. The top wow, of my head. you are creative. Oh my creative. goodness, you are a true artist. See, just came up with we're doing armored it in the suits. I'm yeah. going. I'm going to copyright that for any of you who try to. That's right. Nobody <laughs> tries to take. Yeah, nobody should try to take. Just that. kidding. No. Um. No, you're not kidding. I'm Don't not take kidding. that shit. Um. Trademarking it. All right. I think we've gone long. This was like 90 minutes, by the way. Really? Yeah. Yeah. This wow. was a great conversation. Yeah. I enjoyed myself. See, I go with the flow. You know, that's I, I go with the flow. That's good. That yeah. is good. Is that a Scorpio trade? It is a Scorpio trade. Okay, that makes sense. It's kind of Don't weird. Sagittarius go with the flow too? I feel I like something we got in common. I think they do. But like, I yeah. think the weird thing about me is like, I'm like a chameleon. Mm. I look at things as like a borderline, like a BPD thing. <laughs> I probably have like a personality disorder, but I feel like I can blend in with any crowd that you yeah. put me in. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I, I, I like doing that as well. Because yeah. you got to be, you, you got to change for different, you know, yeah. situations. I don't think that's bad. Yeah. It's good to acknowledge it, but I don't think it's bad. Because like certain places you can't just like, yeah you know say certain shit around but anyways to end this podcast Mm -hmm. if there's one thing that anybody watching or listening were to take away from this episode what would it be what's something you want to get them in their heads to take away from this um well specifically to creative since i feel like we spoke yeah yeah i mean it's mostly creatives um if you're currently in a creative block right now take your time honestly take your time think about what you want to do um your work is yours. So there's never any pressure. Don't compare yourself to other people. Um, it's okay. To, it's okay to get caught up in trends as long as you make it your own. Um, and I feel like if you're creative and you're young and you're just trying to make it, just stay focused on your work and you'll, you'll see it through. Honestly. Mm, yeah. All right. That's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. And have fun and have yes. fun. Yes. Never, never lose sight of the fun. You know, once you lose sight of the fun, then you lose the drive. So make sure you're having fun in, in all the work that you're producing or any work that you're doing in general. Make sure that you're enjoying yourself, you know? That's right. So that that's matters. right. Yeah. All right. Cassie, thank you so much for doing this podcast. Thank you for having me. I should have known you were Dominican from the name. Yeah. That's a very, like, Dominicans right? love making names hard to pronounce. Right. Like, any random name. Like, you know? why? And then why? my middle name is Michelle. Like, any. <laughs> 
any generic ass middle name of yeah. my first name. So yeah, the first my parents name. don't even call me Catsley. They call me Michelle. That that's funny. That's that, hilarious. That, you know what's crazy? Yeah. yeah, my grandparents call me by my middle name. Call I'm Raphael, so they call me Rafa. Raphael's such a Dominican. It, very, yeah, very. Uh, so. They call me Rafa. Rafa. Oh my God. That's like so, so Dominican. Super Dominican. Super Dominican. Yeah. So that's funny. Even they know it's like, yeah, ain't nobody saying a lot of yo. Yeah. Too many fucking vowels <laughs> in there. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I'd love for you to come back. Yeah. You definitely you. are going to have to do the karaoke. Yes. Not really, I will. But wait, would you really do it? I would really do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I would totally do it. there we go. She promised. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for doing it. And, yeah, thank um, you. I never know how to end it. Yeah, you never know how to end it. It's, Everyone, it's, it's like an awkward. It's like it's a new year. Is this your first? Oh, well, you you did one. You did a, a uh, yeah. This is like your third. This this year? will be the th- third. Yes. Okay, you're on a roll. No, this will be the fourth. The fourth. Oh wow, you're on a roll. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This will because I've yeah. been doing a lot in backlogging them. But yeah. anyways, all right. This is a good way to end. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I gotta get better at ending pods. I need to figure out a way to actually end them. I need like a catchphrase. Maybe I'll just do what Mark Marion does and just be like, "All right, thank you so much. Thank you so much for thank you for thank you for talking or whatever." I gotta figure out a phrase to just end it without being awkward. Uh, but yeah, that was my talk with Catsley. It was a great talk, very natural. I loved listening to her talk. Um, so make sure you follow her in everywhere, all the social medias. Everything is in the description down below. Well, in the description of the episode. You know, this is not YouTube. I don't got to point down. This is only for the audio listeners. This is your treat. Hear more of me. Um, A little sneak peek to the next episode, to episode 192. That's going to be with Model London. Um, That was a great episode. It was like, it's officially, I think, the longest episode I've done of this podcast. It's two hours and like 19 minutes, I think. I, I don't know exactly. It's over two hours. And I think that officially beats... Uh, Wiz's video, the uh, Cosmic Wiz. So I'm excited to edit that episode. That's gonna be fun. Um, I'll just hint that uh, one of the main things about that episode is that she's uh, a preacher's daughter. So you know, there's a lot there. Preacher's daughter. There's a model. <gasps> That's me gasping. Uh, I need a better gasp. Hold on. <gasps> That's pretty good. Uh, so that's going to be the next episode. And then the episode after that, 193, I'm still trying to figure out who that's going to be. I think I'm going to, there's this uh, also like aspiring model. Her name is Aaliyah. I met at uh, Andrew, a.k.a. Wild Kangaroo's photo shoot and Mir's photo shoot. Um, so I think I'm going to ask her today, actually, or maybe tomorrow. But it should be today. Because if it's going to be, if I'm going to be recording Wednesday, that I should hit her up today is plenty of time to set that up. If not, we'll see who else. But that's what I'm thinking of getting. We'll see if it comes through. I'll let you know in the next episode or the outro of the next episode, if that ended up happening or not. But, um, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's all. Those are all the updates. I got to say again, make sure to listen to me on the listen to this while you shit podcast. Very, very funny podcast. We are the hardest hard work. Where this? We are the hardest working potters, hardest working podcasters in the world. Maybe second to the Joe Button, and that's only maybe. Also, if you want to see more of my stuff, theemptynetwork.com to check out everything happening in the empty universe. 
all the kinds of content that I do. Meanwhile, I mean, for the recently, it's been only like the empty playlist in this podcast because I've been so busy. But I do, you know, I can always just start doing all the other shit that I have just set up, just there for the just there for the taking for me to do. It's just I've created my own playground. I could just go there and just do shit. So. At any moment, I could drop the re- I could drop a reaction to a trailer or to a song. Who knows? But make sure you go to that website to check out everything that I do. And yeah, that's going to be it, man. This was a fun episode. Uh, and I'm excited for episode 192 next week. But for now, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I'll see you guys next week.